Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Canisewers Podcast Podcast. I am Mayhem. I am Professor X. Thank you all for listening, and here we are back in the Quadcast Studios for episode 10. And we're leaving all of this in. Because today, for the 10th podcast with our special guest, Mike from Garifax Goodies, we are, oh my God, I'm, I fucked that up completely. Yeah, okay, we'll start all over. I'm going to leave that. Leave I'm, I'm, that. We're keeping that. I'm sending you that. I'm sending you the uncut version, but hold on, let me go back up. I started good. reading at the completely wrong spot anyway. All righty. You know, that we usually do about nine of these. I'm before. so glad. <laughs> it's all the fucking good no joints. It is, but I love it. <laughs> I, I, he's like, man, maybe we should, like, no, bro, let's just keep doing it. I love it. Let's just keep doing it because <laughs> I want it to be real. I don't want it to be fucking, you know. All right, okay, here we'll we go. It's we end up including some of those cuts in. You'll see. Yeah. Here we go. Take two. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Canisewers Podcast Podcast. I am Mayhem. I am Professor X. Thank you all for listening. And here we are back in the Quadcast Studios for episode 10. And uh, today's show is sponsored by Pothead Picnic, gourmet grade infused baked goods like cookies, fudge, banana bread, popcorn, and more. Uh, check them out on Instagram at potheadpicnic.picnic. Sorry, pothead.picnic. Uh, look in the description of our podcast regardless for more of the exact info. For our 10th episode, we have a special guest joining us today. Mm-hmm. We have uh, shouted him out on handful of our previous uh, podcasts, and uh, we're lucky enough to sesh with this young man and mm-hmm. a bunch of events all over Ontario. Sitting in for the whole podcast with today and getting fucked up with us <laughs> is Mr. Mike from Garifax Goodies. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, Mike. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, yeah, I'm you. already pre-baked from all the <laughs> Mayhem's Mixed Greens and this yeah. Pothead picnic fudge that I'm trying not yeah. to eat the whole of because it's going to derail me for sure. Our, our, our sponsors <laughs> and, and friends of the show, Pothead Picnic, had uh, provided me with some uh, really cool stuff on uh, Saturday at this past event we all got to attend. And uh, I definitely had to break it out for our VIP here, Mikey from uh, Garifax Goodies. Um, and he's uh, also a, a good friend of Pothead Picnic. Uh, and uh, we see him at all the events at the same, uh, same as them as well. Well, that's um, how we met Mikey. That is how we yep. met him. That is how they introduced uh, they introduced us to him, and uh, it was awesome. Worked out really good. But uh, welcome, Mr. Mike. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, you guys know. for having me. It's a pleasure, uh, to, it's be a here. pleasure to have you. Uh, and uh, you know, it, it's it's it, we've talked about it for a while. We've shouted you out. I don't know how many times we've talked about you at uh, meeting you at different spots and talked about trying to have you on the show to talk about things like concentrates and your cannabis story is pretty fucking cool. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, man, we're just glad that we can actually get it going and actually start to do this. You're one of the few guys I enjoyed uh, sitting down and talking to and hearing about your uh, your story. So your, your I'm, cannabis escapades. Yeah, I, I'm excited to share to everybody like exactly where you came. What'd from. you call it? Your cannabis escapades. <laughs> you know? The can the can escapades. The can escapades. The cannabis. The can escapades. I like. We it. get we get high a lot, so we have a lot of time to think of different <laughs> terms. <laughs> <laughs> for people's association yeah. with cannabis, you know. We, I think we, we described someone as a high cleric of cannabis once, I think. <laughs> what is this we got here that we're firing up? You said it was the Broja? Broja? Oh, th- well, you got you got that going? The tally going I think that's what, you, that's what you got. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah can a tally? 
<laughs> Absolutely, we are gonna get fucking high. Well said, Professor. Today, please tell us what we're getting uh, fucked up with, please. For the tenth podcast, which is a special thing, and of course because Mike from Garifax Goodies here, a very special thing. We have some special buds we're blending together. Some designer dank exotics brand uh, named Banjo, uh, the strain Banjo, which is redonkulous, and Headwaters uh, premium strain frosted fruit cake and. Uh, as always, the mayhem has rolled up a petite baton that our friend Mike right now <laughs> petite is... Petite uh, baton? <laughs> this fucking thing is massive. <laughs> <laughs> see, now I have a witness. I finally... I know Dave was a witness, but now I got, no, I got Mike to it looks like see. someone manufactured this. It doesn't even look rolled. There's no creases or anything in it. This is perfect. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks, guys. Mayhem, thanks. You, are, you are indeed a machine. Listen, we're here to get fucked up, and the uh, only way to do it is with a monster joint. Yeah, I mean, and then we're going to follow it up. Because once again, wow. we have we have cannabis royalty here. We're going to follow it up with that same uh, forbidden grape we smoked last week. <laughs> Good Lord. Which is uh, terpy as fuck. And for a, a connoisseur like Mike, I'm excited to see his opinion on That's it That sounds well. delicious. Honestly, for the last year, anything grape has been like popping. It's been up me. there. Yeah. It's been hitting this for everybody, but like I know for me specifically, like I always go back to those. I don't buy the same thing twice usually. Yeah, but I always go back to those. That I'll agree. No matter how good it is, it's it's always nice to have a whole bunch of shit in your taco box. Yeah, you know? yeah. I like variety. I mm. love variety. Like if I smoked uh, grape all the time, I think I'd probably get sick of it anyway. That's so probably why jumping we like back it, and forth, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's always good. everywhere. 100%. It's out here, but it's not everywhere. Hundred percent. Fucking. Um, How's that tasting anyway? It's tasting fucking amazing. I'm taking a second to take it in. We really Mixed didn't greens. do uh, any information look up on this because basically we you know are. What we no we have to. Mike here. Let, he is let, basically. Let, uh, let's let's discuss. I'd I have mean, to look that up for sure. Mike, what do you what do you think? What are your initial thoughts of this of this bud here that we're smoking? This banjo and and forbidden for for sorry banjo and uh, headwater uh, frosted fruit cake. So far, I like the combo. Mm-hmm. I haven't really. Taking a second to really check out what the flavors are. Oh, right we're we're going to discuss it I'm a little fucking pre-baked from your your previous <laughs> one that you gave me there. But from your your first pull, your first pull assessment is it's it tastes nice. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah it's definitely nice. <coughs> I want to. Yeah, we'll have to dial in that flavor though. I'm not too sure what I'm getting off it, but I definitely love it. Here, let me. Let me. It's nice. It's smooth. It's burning good. It's you know what? didn't take much to light. It's burning white. Mike's here. Nice hash ring around it. Listen, I'm you just going to light this one up, too. I don't know why we're waiting. I don't know. We're acting yeah. like we're in high. I mean, like, this is this is a VIP thing here. This like, has cake, and cakey notes to it. According to uh, our book, you know, he is a guest, so we should. You know, he is a guest. We should be providing plenty of uh We're trying to accommodate Mike. Mike is, Mike is a connoisseur. He rolls with the, uh, what's that machine there? The, oh, uh, the Puffco. The Puffco. Mike is a expert with the Puffco. He shows up at every show and fucks me, me up at right least at a the handful end of, the night. of times with yeah. the Puffco. This, for me, it's like woody, but like cake first. It's like cake. I don't know if it's cake or but some kind of dessert, like a creamy dessert. So you got that sweetness going. Yeah, but I there's tasted it woody. Too. I don't know. I don't know what kind of wood. Would it be cedar wood or what? But there's woody notes in there. I too. think that's from the frosted fruit cake. What the, the um the wood, woodiness, the woodiness. That, uh, that earthiness. On is initial cake, haul, I taste the fruitness. That yeah. frosted fruit cake was the headwaters. Yeah, yeah. I smoked that yesterday with uh, Blunts and Breakfast with um, somebody that was there, and that like okay, right on the table, right off the bat, it smelled like lavender, uh, like a lavender pine saw or something, <laughs> like, <laughs> lavender cleaning product. For real, crazy loud, like super lavender. And then when you when you smoked it, it translated more into like a dessert, like cakey. 
Really? So that's that's what I thought. And did I you smoke that in a blunt or in a paper? It was in uh, elements. In elements. Yeah, paper. element paper. One but that's favorites. what I thought that I was getting that cakiness from. Whoa, one of your favorites. Tell us about like this. Kind of, uh, it kind of has that. Tell us about this blunts and breakfast thing you were at. So uh, Loud Plug, one of the LPs on the market, they were hosting um, like a blunts and breakfast. So it was basically like a little get together for everybody to come check out like uh, some of their new products. So we all like um, gathered at a restaurant there in Toronto, um, tried out some of the Benny Bluntos. They had a banana Havana blunts they were passing around for people to try so, out. Oh, nice. I would like that. So that was really cool. I like anything like, banana. That all of these events, it's like we don't have to text each other, but all the same faces are linking up from yeah. all, all over the place. So it's, I, <laughs> I noticed that I went to an event yesterday and pretty much the same faces I saw at the open mic. Yeah, at Lyft, were, right? Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's the Lifted. I'm glad you mentioned that. Lifted, one of the I guys that was lift. at the open mic, that's where he got the Headwaters um, product that we tried. Oh, so yeah? So he was at uh, some of the events with me as well on the weekend. Yeah. It's... So everyone just gets together. People are coming from like St. Catharines, Niagara. I'm really liking this. Well, you know uh, what? It, it, it is it. a real cannabis connoisseur community because like ultimately no one's there to kind of like up something. You know, I, I, I had this conversation yesterday with someone and uh, – and, uh, <clears throat> And I won't say what their name is, regardless. And there's nothing, nothing, wow. nothing bad against them, but yeah, that one. What's that? That's the what's that called? The forbidden fruit or the uh, super grape gas? Super grape gas. Super that grape is gas. flavorful. Wow. Well, that's why it's it's ridiculously yeah. expensive, and Whew. it's gonna make me broke if you know by the end of the month. But um, yeah, I thought it was yesterday, and someone that's was saying, you know, uh, it's unfortunate, you know, for a guy, I, I he wanted to bring headwater into an event. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I saw you had headwater at your event yesterday. You know, you don't feel bad. I said, feel bad about what? He's like, well, you have other guys there, you know, selling weed. <laughs> headwater is like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, bro, they should, whoever comes should never feel bad. A, yeah. you elevate your game. You never look yes, at exactly. someone like that and say, man, if they're there, how am I going to make And money? there's room for everybody. Always There's room always for different everybody. flavors. Yeah, just because I, headwater has fire, but, and they do. Headwater has some of the top fire bud. True cannabis connoisseurs are going looking for good bud of all kinds. Even if they buy two, three fucking half quarters yep. from Headwater, they're still going to try to check out next Not only week. that, Headwaters brings people. Yeah. So if you have a booth there and they're vendor, coming for Headwater, you're getting get hit too. You know, they're you look coming. at it the it's wrong a, way. That's a good point, actually, because I know a couple people that went out to buy some flour from them. And they ended up buying a few other things from other vendors. 100%. And like me, I went there to go see Pothead Picnic. And I ended up bumping yep. into um, High Maintenance and got some extracts from there. There you go. You don't know who you're going to bump into and who's exactly. going to come out. And, and in terms of the flower thing, like, there's usually multiple vendors with fire flower. And oh, yeah. I'm like, even to say I'm a vendor, I'll go in there and buy flower from other vendors. Same because with me, man. Everybody has something different. No no one's bringing the same thing to the table, and it's usually fire <coughs> all around. They just have a very <coughs> consistent name, and people will come out directly for them. For them, Same exactly. with Gold Seal. I'll travel for Gold Seal. Yeah. Because right. I know what I'm getting every time. I know it's going to be fire, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to check out all the other sick vendors. Oh, yeah, 100%. There. But... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta encourage that. You gotta encourage everyone to kind of step up their game. The last thing you and he agreed with me hundred percent after, like he was saying it out of a place of of goodness. He wasn't like uh, he almost in a way was like sad that he had to invite Headwater. And I was like, bro, this is what you're you're benefiting those other vendors. You're yeah. getting those other vendors a to step up their game, b to see a new crowd they probably wouldn't have seen before, because now there's some people coming in from Headwater that typically wouldn't have came in if they weren't there. You know, that's, that's realistic. Watch Anywhere, your lungs. 
anywhere they show up, it's going to be that kind of flex, right? So be happy about it. This be, is strawberry for me, not grape. You're tasting strawberry then, Yeah, eh? all strawberry, like creamy strawberry. Really? I don't get any. It smells like grape. It tastes I like taste, strawberry. I taste. I just taste it. Somewhere between a grape and a grapefruit. That's what I taste. I just taste it like, like if a you berry. took a grape and infused a grapefruit with it, that's what it tastes like to me. Almost like a mixed berry, what I got out of it. It's not like, you know, the ones I was trying with you, the SCs? Yeah. Those are more like strawberry milk and fuel. But like, well, the strawberry milk was like, right, always usually dominant. And then <clears throat> the other ones, it would either come with like a skunky note. Or like um, a woody note, or like mm. uh, a fuely one, or whatever. But that's it was strawberry milk. Milk. This is like just strawberry, and like there's there's like a creamy dessert there, but I, I can't feel what the it. fuck it is. Maybe like a strawberry ice cream. I don't know. I, I feel I, I get the creaminess, but I still taste even right now. I'm tasting more. I see you, what you get saying. Grape, I get grape and grapefruit. Different palates, man. Yeah, that's right. Everybody, like, everybody fucking tastes something different. And it's hard to say things out loud because it just influences the other person most of the oh, 100%. time. Oh, 100%. That's why I love those, um, the blind To me, it also has almost like down. a minty aftertaste when you're blowing it out. It almost has like a mint flavor to yeah, it I, on I, the I, way out. I got the sweet. Yeah, it tastes like a little sweeter, more like, yeah, a little minty on the way out. I'll give you that. But mostly, I say, yeah, for me, it's the, I don't really taste this. I really wish I tasted the strawberry. That's why I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> Who's this from? Are we allowed to say? What's uh, the from Designer Dank. Oh. The Exotics oh, Collection. Oh, boys of Designer Dank. Yeah. This podcast. Episode oh, number... Number 10. Number 10. This yeah. Is this is number 10, man. Special, we actually been special doing this. day. So it's a 10-gram day. Do we already... What do we dig into, like, three, four already? What are we... We're make it a 10-gram uh, session. Ten gram. I think we've done 10 grams. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, each of the joints I rolled are easy. 20. Gram and a half. We've smoked about four... I think we're going to do a good 20 gram session. Oh, yeah. I think I so. Like Plus edibles on top of it all. Plus the edibles, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, I've been eating a little bit of the fudge. Where can we find these guys if I'm trying to get Pothead Picnic and I'm not at, uh, if I'm not in if Toronto? Trying to get Pothead can picnic, I find them online? Oh, yes, you can. You're going to find them. Hey, we're going to put all their information in the description of the podcast. So we'll link right to their Instagram. Um, but we'll put all their information in that. And as well, they're at um, on Instagram at Pothead period like dot picnic. And uh, I'm about they to have a shove knack of getting people high. I'm about wow. to shove some crazy <laughs> infused fudge in my Sometimes face right now. <laughs> yeah, like I've never been to a show and they've been there and I've never been high as fuck. Like honestly, like it's never been a show that they've been around and first of all, well fed and Food's high. Food's too good. Yeah, they're. I had one of their. Uh, what is that? Two hundred milligram cupcake. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. I just didn't feel like moving for most of the night pretty much after that. I was like, I was in that corner. I had my bag there, and that, that was it. What a show that was, too, eh? Yeah, what do you think? That show, the live show, Blazers Market doing the uh, the open mic, open mic mini market. Yeah. That was fun. That was I showed up time. late. I showed up, like, probably, like, 1030, and mm -hmm. I thought, well, every, all the vendors were closing down. I thought it was then for performances and whatnot, and then I, there was um, – some Latin bands that came up and did some performances, yeah, which was, was great. Really Actually, wicked. I really loved it. It was a good time. Something different, you know. It was yeah. nice to go. Sound like we're, I could have sworn I saw Professor go up there. With yeah, the yeah, that's right. Point. Yes, you did. Was that was I that him? And Chris so. and Blazers Market <laughs> Chris. That's <laughs> now, you right. guys yeah. must have smoked a lot of weed. It could have been. It could have no, been your man. doppelganger. Yeah, I mean, it could have been my doppelganger. I feel bad for that. 
Man. And then uh, Blazers Market ripped a couple of songs on the mic. Oh, you mean the Brown Buble? Yeah. Yeah, the Brown Buble was on. He was on there. Like, let me like, shout out to Blazers Market. I mean, this guy, not only did he, no, he's got pipes on him, you know. He did an amazing for job. Who, for a guy who hits that many dabs in yeah. one night, he was hitting those fucking notes. Oh, he, oh, he tried to cripple me. Oh, man. Yeah. He, he put, just passed the rig over. It went Like, it was already heated. So just like pass it over. If you're going to take it, you're going to take it. So I leaned in. He went to go drop the dab. I'm not even paying attention. I just try to focus on inhaling the shit. And then I see a fucking pool at the bottom of the banger. I'm like, no. And he came and reheated the shit after two. I was already trying to catch my breath. And, go back in for more. and say no to that guy. Huh? Say no. No, Try I, to say no that you're he, not going to do it. I'll bad. be honest with you, man. I'm 300 <laughs> pounds, and I'm very rarely scared. And when I saw Blazers Market on the left side and Mike Borg, or Mike Mike here and the Garifax on the right my side, aren't like that. I was I was scared. No, but <laughs> listen, your machine dealt with my case the last time I saw you. Both on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I have a terrible fucking memory. However, I remember New Year's Eve. <laughs> I took a dab off of you and your machine, your Puffco. And once it's again, here. it's kind of like this is where this is where you get it mixed up with the. Uh, this is where it's kind of like the potted picnic edibles. It's too fucking smooth, <laughs> so you suck the thing fucking back like it's you know you're like oh yeah whatever man this is nothing and I took this thing back hard you know, and then on the exhale you get a drop kick from the inside of your chest. Yeah, it's yeah. only on the exhale you feel it. Jesus Murphy, I went into the grow tent for I think about four minutes just to fucking <laughs> recoup. At least catch my breathing back up. I felt like man, it was it was insane. And I look well, at you guys. I Here's the thing that kills me. No, no, no. We're gonna. It'll be the end of the pot. Towards the end, we'll have to do it towards the end for sure. Got the headwaters, diamonds, and sauce in there for you to oh, try. Oh, Jesus okay, Murphy. Pass that. Oh my God. Pass yeah, the Dutch on the left hand side. I'll give it to Mayhem on that one. Oh, but, uh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! It's already lit. This guy's serious. Oh, here, that's you, bud. Here you go. It, did it vibrate? It's no. Well, when I, it does it, I just felt it vibrate. I just heated it up, so when it does again, you're good. Yo, I love this thing. Eh? I don't even do dabs, but if I did, this would be the fucking contraption I'd have. I'm not a dabber, but this thing makes it so much easier. We used easier. to have something at uh, at the store there called the Shatterizer. That's that, yeah, to me good. looks like they're the they're small good. disabled uh, brother of this thing. <laughs> Are you talking about the uh, the pen? Yeah, it's like a they're pen good. with a little ball in it. Yo, people love those. We, we, uh, people love those. Things. The only problem is you have to keep switching out your coils because it doesn't matter how many times you soak <laughs> yeah. them, you can't get the recoil. <laughs> but I tell you this: coil. here's why I respect <laughs> those guys through the, through the store. <laughs> and a couple other other head shops I've worked with, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of vaporizers and a lot of different styles. They give you something like ten coils. Like when you buy one, you get ten coils in the box, uh, and they're ceramics. They got ceramic, the five ceramics, ten of the regular coils. The shatterizer? Yeah, it's a new one. Whatever. I didn't get any of the ceramics, and ceramics are way oh, better bro, for yeah, taste. All in the box and to clean. It was fucking beautiful. They're probably the most generous in terms of what you get with yeah. it because, I mean, you won't be checking them. What for were fucking... they charging? You remember? I think around 150 That's not bad because I was like paying, I paid bucks? about 90, 96 I think, after tax, and I just got the pen and, like, four or five um, coils. Coil, like we the met them coils. at the Karma Cup. Uh, you got the portable one, right? The one you can take with you. The little pen. The it pen. Like yeah, yeah. Pen Remember the, the Karma Cup, the, 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 the yeah. lady there? Yeah. I just don't like coils like that because you have to keep going through them. It doesn't matter how many times you soak that coil. You can't get the reclaim it's like underneath. A, it's like a, a cigarette vaporizer. 
like the big uh, the big mods with the, the coil, you're constantly changing them, dumping your liquid. Well, no matter what, I think anytime there's contact with the coil. The e- those yeah, ones that you're talking about are closer to the distillate vapes. Yeah, right. Because those ones have a f- uh, similar way of vaporizing it. The ones that we're talking about have like, you're actually putting like, you could stick your shatter in there type shit. So you're just putting it yeah, on an actual yeah, coil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the ceramic ones, you could clean them out every time. And right. actually, it's like my Puffco. Yeah. That's literally okay. what that is. It's just a big ceramic bowl. It's crazy that you, when you see like the difference, like I took a hit from Chris's, obviously his uh, his rig there. And um, there is, I mean, I guess there is a little bit more of a bite to that one than there is the Buffco. The Buffco just goes down so smooth. Well, you, you know, obviously when you have a machine that's generally engineered for that purpose. But there is settings on that that you can make it just as lethal as the other one. Almost. Well as close. Uh, yeah. But, but also, think about think about bang for buck here. A Mikey A roll with no propane torch. No, that's he's exactly he's good to go wherever. He if he walks with a bottle of water in that machine, he's good to go. Yeah. And as Maybe a beginner a charger, but everyone has an Android well, charger. No, if you're, as if a you're beginner, already fully charged, you at least yeah, have a good yeah, session down. Yeah. Because as, as as a beginner, I think that's a way better way to start than because if you oh, overheat that stuff, you could actually be doing yourself way more harm. Yeah, it causes it like the ter- even just the terpenes in itself, it converts over to toxic compounds at temperatures that high. And hey, good concentrates are not fucking cheap. No, they're nobody not. wants to test out their machine with the fucking you know super expensive concentrate. They end up burning the terps. Well, out. that too. Even that rigs aren't usually that cheap either. And oh, the banger, and bangers, as yeah. soon as, as if you fuck up one dab and heat it too hot and hit that shit, your your banger is, is chazzed. Hundred percent markings all over. It doesn't matter how much you clean it. You, know, you some people will overheat like the banger to clean it off because it will take all the stuff off. But your course will never be the same. So, like, for beginners, it's not really user-friendly. No, it's not. I, I listened to high maintenance I give a tutorial to some guy that was there asking about it. And I'm like, well, You see that's... the question marks all over them, though. For people that are just getting into dabbing, you when you're explaining it to them, you could see that they're not, like, they're looking through you. They're not getting it right away. It was like when terpenes were first discussed in dispensaries and stuff. You, I used to watch, like... You could see you're look you're talking through somebody. They're not listening to you. They just want to get out, and maybe they're gonna. Go. <laughs> they so just want weed. You get to a point where you just tell them, of "Just here's the information. You could go home and look it up. It's like it's some interesting stuff to look up." But like you do too much at once for somebody not new, good. they're not gonna. 100%. They're not gonna get into it because mm. that kind of scared me away from dabs at the beginning. And somebody. Tor- my cousin torched the fuck out of my, my lungs with the, uh, the hot dabs. People used to hit really hot, hot dabs. Yeah. That was the thing. You oh, would hit- more yeah. smoke, right? They yeah, wanted the like, more... Uh, I can barely handle the like, fucking good dabs. I'm you know not, how uh, things just go around? You tell your friends, like, this is the way to do it. Just word of mouth. Back in the day, everybody used to hit. They would they would hit um, torch their nail till it was glowing red. And instead of... You know how people now, they'll wait like 30 seconds, wait a minute or whatever... They'd hit it when it was glowing red. Red. So it's like a thousand degree dabs. You choke your brains out for fifteen minutes so and then you're high for. For someone starting out that wants to buy a rig, is there a proper way of doing it? Like, is there like a I always step by step? Getting a pen first, like what we were talking about, yeah. like the shatterizer, shatterizer and stuff like that. And then if you enjoy the concentrate. And because it's the ease of using it anyway, there's no, it's not, it's like using a regular vape pen. You just got to load it and keep it clean, whatever. 
But that ease of that takes away from everything other than the focus on the product. So if you like the concentrate, then maybe you'll want to upgrade your experience. You don't want the pen anymore. You can maybe get a rig or a Puffco. But, like but no matter what, it, someone going even from like a rig like yours to a torch type rig, there's still it's still a beginner. It's always like that it's something first brand time. New. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like you want to try something that's more easy to use. Like this is expensive, the Puffco. That's why I started with a pen. You want to just tell somebody this is... Don't focus on the device. Try the concentrate, and if you enjoy it, then, then maybe you're gonna get a better device to actually like have a better experience. Then now your choice is: should I keep it simple and get the puff go, or there's other ones like a Carta and so other brands. So what's but. what's the what's the price of the puff go on average, and and what are some comparable ones that are let's say more affordable? They okay. This model when I got it after tax was almost seven hundred dollars. Okay. They that's, have, that's what I've heard from a lot of people. That's like pretty much the sweet spot for, for what they're spending on those They guys. do have, uh, this is the Peak Pro. They had the Peak, which is just the model before. It doesn't light up. You can't connect it to your phone and all that, but it's like 300 bucks. Hold on a second. Hold on a And second. it does the exact same thing. Hold on. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. You can connect that thing to your phone? Yeah. So I could dial in all my temperatures and stuff, and it'll tell Come me how many, how many dabs on average I'm hitting. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty fucked up. Okay, like now I want one. <laughs> someone's collecting. Someone's collecting data. That is yeah. pretty fucking See, cool, man. Someone's collecting data. Oh, that thing's not hooked up to Wi-Fi. Hold on a second. Too, Does that like, hook up to Wi-Fi? No. Yeah, it's an app. Bluetooth, Bluetooth, but it. Yeah, if it's Bluetooth, it, it won't um, collect. It, it can't send data out through Bluetooth. It can send but data. But the app out. can. The app will collect my information oh, yeah, for sure. App. Yeah, because and that runs on Wi-Fi. If I reset that, that runs phone, on his phone. I still have my information if I want to tap into it, and Bum it'll cards. tell me. Um, but that's not bad. I mean, what kind of data would no, require? Like, tell what? me how many dabs on average someone hits. It, the that's thing, more interesting than the consumer than the, than whoever's trying to collect. It's jokes. It's funny it. as fuck. If I was Puff yeah. I'd be looking at that laughing for sure. Like, look oh, hundred percent. High bastard. It also gives them an idea of like, should we keep making this thing or not? Are people using it? or not it tells you too when your shit's too dirty like well i don't know if it's just me just that, looking at it genius, like that but it, your app will remind you like okay i think it's time for you to clean uh clean your puff go and like you usually you know, have to soak your coil i love all things technology and i love all things cannabis uh like personally for me i think that that i didn't know that it connects to the phone but but sorry before I got, before I fucking uh, the devices, geek, geeked out. You could get like uh, a Carta, I believe. It's just another brand. Okay. They have other e-rigs. It's just, just an e-rig, an electronic rig. So you get, um, you could get other brands. I think the Carta is like two, three hundred bucks. If I'm not mistaken, it could be, could be more. Yeah. But they have other like competitors that are way more affordable. And to be honest, I've seen reviews of people saying that they're a little better in terms of like vapor production and stuff like that. Really? Eh? Oh shit! But this okay. was like the bee's knees when. Well, I guess that goes out, as, you know? the same as like you know like the Canagor molds, right? The yeah. purple rose is like how much for just one like little mold? Yeah, I'm like not too six, sure. Sixty bucks. I have that one, but yeah. I got it. I'm, it's a friend's. Around and sixty bucks at least. You have to stuff a lot of weed in that. Yeah, and, and then you uh, know the one that Blazers <laughs> has. He's got um. They're made out of put plastic. like four grams yeah. or whatever in. Those are perfect. Because you yeah, could, I'd rather uh, smoke yeah. a bunch of those. Exactly. And you're paying way less for the mold itself. 3.5 gram. I find the 3.5 gram category mold is the best. You can you can roll a king size paper. Uh, you can roll it in a king size paper. Fits great in a backwood. Even if you get a shitty backwood with holes in it and stuff, it actually still gives you some room for <laughs> yeah. like you know It'll still room work for airflow. Air. Like you don't have to. You're not. You're not using every last millimeter, but you can rip off parts of it to cover shit. 
the ones that I was rolling were hard to get through after the last, once you got to the last like four grams, I didn't like it anymore. Yeah. yeah. I was you have, well, yeah, you Taste, have to roll like burn. the 10 to like 20 gram freaking can of guards. No, I think they yeah. were, I think they were on average like eight to 10 grams. grams. And like, by the time you get to the last little bit, it's just kind of yeah, gross. I say always the exact same thing. I'd rather smoke a bunch of four grams. hundred percent, bro. Yep. I mean, to be honest with you, I rather I, I rather smoke a bunch of cones. I rather smoke a bunch of hand rolled. I, I like it in elements or in fucking um, what do you call it in OCBs, the OCB slims. I, I just I want to taste as litter, little paper paper as, as possible. possible. Yeah. That's my my goal. Totally agree. Like I, the thinner, the less <clears throat> taste, the better for me. I really have no sway towards any type of type of brand in particular, um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, for the longest time, I was using raw organics. Uh, I still do, um, mm. despite, you know, all really? the uh, <laughs> stuff we've been hearing lately, which we'll discuss. discuss I just recently made the switch to elements just because, well, unless it's raw black, but like solely just based off of the taste, I started to notice a little yeah, hempy taste. One of my favorites, man. One of my favorites. Elements, one of my favorites. I love raws. I mean, uh, elements and OCB. But uh, I like this whole, uh, we'll get into the story later, but. Uh, Mike, how did you get into the cannabis scene, into the cannabis? Yeah, what what, uh, what hooked you up story? into the – how did you get involved in this beautiful business? Well, originally I was against weed. <laughs> I, like, I, I know it's funny now, eh? I was back, like, beginning of high school. I thought it was, like, the devil because <laughs> my parents were so against this shit and, like, yeah. steered me so away from it. So it was kind of like every other kid at the time. It was like booze is – you can get fucked up, but you drink so much booze if you want. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't really matter, but it, smoke weed. There must be quote something, unquote legal. Must be something wrong yeah. with you type shit. So yeah. like, and on top of that, the times that I, I, I tried, uh, I smoked my first joint in grade six and then again in grade nine and a, a couple times in grade 10. And every time, every time for those first few, I greened out. Like I got high as fuck. I like so it was like to me everybody felt <laughs> I forgot like that what that all was the like too. Like, hey, the good old days. It was scary, happened bro. to be happened to everybody, bro. In the beginning, absolutely. So at that time, I just really wasn't a fan. And then like, uh, I like around seventeen, I started actually like smoking weed like uh, frequently, and it was it was fun. It made me feel better. Yeah. Um. Because like. I was de- I'm dealing with bipolar, and at the time I didn't really understand any of that shit. I just yeah. knew that I had mood swings, and but at the time I was mainly it was mainly like rage and irritability and not sleeping at all because I didn't know how to. That's like, a terrible. I, that's a terrible combination to have to deal with, especially. Yeah. I mean, that one leads to the other, leads to the other, leads to the other, and like, that will keep you up all night for 100%, sure. hundred percent. I've been kind of like against traditional medication my whole life, so like it's been Preach, one of those brother, things where too. I just kind of just did not want that for myself, so. Anyway, I wasn't really on anything, so I was kind of just dealing with stuff. And then, t- toward like around seventeen, the weed started helping me. And then I'm like, okay, well, that I seen it. I seen a completely different side in it. So that's where everything shifted for me. And then I started selling it. So I started selling weed to support me smoking it at the time. And um, one thing led to another. I ended up getting addicted to drugs and uh, kicked out of my house and all sorts of other shit multiple times. So it was, yeah. I went through all of that kind of crap, and like the one thing that really helped me get back on my feet was getting into focusing on um, learning more about something, just anything. Like, get, I, I sobered myself up when I was 26, and then I ended up going to school for cannabis and just focusing on learning how to grow and um, just 
getting into the field like that. So I went to school to become a sommelier. So you got you got pulled around by your passion for cannabis. Yeah. yeah. So that ended up bringing me back to that. And then everything kind of just turned into me wanting to do everything revolving around the plant. So my work ended up being all cannabis. My home life became, became all cannabis. And I just wanted to help other people the same way that it helped me. That's and amazing, man. I didn't really give a shit about the Like, I, I sold it when I was a kid to support... Uh, my the habit, habit. and like, once again, you're preaching to the choir again, bro. Yeah, then I just, yeah. That's why I Same learned how thing. to grow. You know what I mean? Yeah, so me I, too. And and now, like, my sole focus is just other. Like, I work in the industry. I work. I did. Um, I was a bud tender. I worked in cultivation. Now I'm in extraction. Um, but like, my sole focus, for, like, long term, is just breeding my own uh, flavors, my own medicine. Yeah. So like, unique flavors, something new to bring to market. Yeah, absolutely. And once again, I mean, that's what it's really all about. Is is we were just talking about earlier about about elevating. Elevating the game is a different story than compete. You're not trying to compete. You're trying to elevate. Yeah. Not not for others. Not for how you're seen. Not for well, every but, time you elevate, you push other people to elevate. And and you maybe you can stagnant. you can change someone's life. You can yeah, literally yeah. change someone's yeah. life from giving them that right that right strain of cannabis that doesn't make them, you know, that the reason they don't do cannabis is because they get too paranoid or because they get you, there's there's a strain out there that will be th- what they need without what they don't like. It's like now that you said that, going back to like what I was originally saying, like the beginning of my experience with cannabis is if I actually had the proper guidance, yeah. I wouldn't have had the same experience that I had and greened out every single time that I smoked. It would have been a little bit different. The way I was um, introduced to it was the way that, like, how we are smoke, smoking currently, or like, but like with bongs, you know what I yeah. mean? But like, regular smoker type shit. Mm-hmm. Not I'm putting my feet in the water, so that I, you know. I, like back in the day, I smoked to get fucked up. I drank to get hammered. Like as a teenager, those were like those were the fun things to do growing yeah. up as a teen. But right now, I'm like. To me, those feelings are like long gone. Like, well, yeah, I mean, like everything, more, everything gets old fast. You know? Exactly. No matter so what, we've it all is. been there. We've all, we've all. It gets old fast. We've all had like those runs, and like that's the whole idea. And to be honest with you, man, a lot of us are. You know, we always say it on the show, man. Pressure makes diamonds. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, I know so many people that have come back from so many, you know, disastrous things that. Things they brought on themselves and things that others brought on them and things that, you know, whatever whatever the fucking case may be. Uh, they had to deal with some real fucking heavy shit. And, 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 and you know, uh, some of them didn't even have support. Some of them didn't have anyone around them to help them. But, you know, at the end of the day, they found their way back somehow. And then they found their way back through cannabis somehow, whether it be, uh, you know, pain relief or, or, or dealing with PTSD or dealing with, uh, dealing with like... Um, Mike just said with uh, uh, bipolarism and, 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 and instead of having to rely on a government-issued pill that's made somewhere in a lab by a guy named Larry who you're never going to meet in your life, who, who never really has had any type of interaction with people that even have bipolarism, you know, that person is reading a chart and making something based on a formula or... Yeah, but or, that's also to say that everybody has the same personality. You're making a medication I mean. for like but that's what they billions do, and of that's people. Why, that's why and, there's side effects. And it's exactly. side effects it's, because it's not for everyone. Exactly. That's why not. there's side effects. That's why the term side effects may include, always pop yeah. up. 
because someone, it depends on you. It depends on your genetics. It depends on how you absorb things into your body. So, Mike, you take no prescription uh, medication no. for your bipolar? No. And you. I also, I just... Fucking good for you. Buddy. I just, I've done a lot of research growing up because obviously things were going on with me. And uh, I've talked to quite a few people, professional people, but not. I don't have anything on the books yeah. because I don't want things disabling me for the rest of my life. Fucking and right, So, no, I'm not on any prescription medication. Uh, that is amazing. I, I just, I'm a firm believer of knowing what is good for you and I know what helps me. So I don't want, like, traditionally, they don't think that this helps that. Of so, like, course. the shit that I, like, of course. you deal with with bipolar, they, they don't think cannabis helps. Drug. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it does. So it's like, I actually know what helps keep my symptoms at bay so i can I live a regular does, life huh? so i don't no I, i'm not on traditional pills because i yeah. think that it that's just, amazing it there's helps no, there's something. no thinking there's no. proof in the fucking pudding like we always yeah. say you know like we're beyond thinking we're beyond assuming it's fucking working it's working very well for people with that said though that doesn't mean that nobody that's dealing with that shouldn't be on medication oh no no no, no no there's obviously i'm not a i'm not a doctor me, by any means no. there's different levels of um of symptoms and stuff too but yeah i just know what works for me and i don't i don't want to be a zombie either i don't want to take something that might change my nobody nobody who I am. you are exactly nobody wants to be. but i know people that do have that that do take um, they do take medication for it and they're living a really good life and they swear that that was probably that was the best thing for them well, I just I know mean, that it's not the best thing for me for you listen I, I for me myself I, I hope that I mean obviously I know that there's going to be people with symptoms and, and, and versions of these types of, uh, of of issues that are much more severe than others and I understand that you know medication does not become an option at that point it's no. a necessity I get that and it would I guess because at that point if you're in that much of a severity of a situation the side effects don't outweigh what the not exactly. what yeah. not using them yeah. does. You know, and that's all it is. We always end up doing is we always end up weighing one good evil. You know, what's the what's the better of the choosing two the better evils? of the two evils? That's that's, right. that's the, the the pharmaceutical yeah. way. That's the alcoholic beverage way. Yeah, it's you sad. know, it, it, that's that's how we've all been trained as a society to to once again just pick. You know, here's here's your choices. You know, liberal or conservative. Uh, you know, whiskey or scotch. Uh, fucking, here's your here's your choices to have a good time. Here's your choices to get what you want. A really good movie to push people to watch is CBD Nation on Tubi. Um, there's five stories on there of, but like I think I seen that. Is that the, they talk about the Charlotte's Web girl, the one that had um, all the seizures? And That's the, how it was. A little started. boy. He was yeah. having seizures. The boy? For the first four years of his life, every day, all day long, this kid had seizures. On the way to a medical appointment, his dad saw some teenager smoking a joint. And he, he, asked, his, he asked his kid, he's like, what are you smoking my pot for? And the guy's like, it helps with my Tourette's. And the guy's like, Tourette's is a neurological disorder. Yeah. My son has a neurological disorder. Got him on thing. The kid went from having seizures every day to having one a month. So it's helping a lot of people out there. So there is a way to get away from like medication somehow. And it's, it's hopefully going to come out. My sister did something similar. Like she's only smoking weed now as well. I'm not going to discuss like 
what's up with her. But, like, even herself, she was on medication. Now she's solely just smoking weed. And she took her – she weaned herself off slowly and just – she just did this process on her own. And she – like I said, it's not for everybody, but she's doing okay. She's, like – she's happier with her decision and she feels yeah. more like herself now. She's re- trying to regulate the emotions that she's feeling instead of trying to suppress them. Yeah. Um, but in – other than that, like... Well, obvi- it's, it's always more than just the medication. Yeah. It's always more than just the medication, no matter what. The medication is... It just dumbs you. That's all it does. The well, community is also the, another mm-hmm. big reason of why I wanted to um, stay in cannabis with work and just my... It's just, for one, it's my lifestyle. And two, yeah. every, every event or anybody I meet within this, like, realm, mm-hmm. is, they're all good people. Yeah, man, there's we were no talking about that the other like day. like 1% asshole. Yeah. yeah. If that. It's a, slow, it's a small, we all, we always small say the percentage. Same thing. Like, I've only met literally out of, <coughs> I mean, I'd say that there's out of, and I've had the opportunity and luck to meet at least a good 100 different vendors and wholesalers and, you know, all from the legacy market. And I'd say like two out of 100 which what I can tell you, I used to work in the that's, hardwood that's flooring small. industry. Yeah, yeah, that's better small. numbers than the hardwood flooring yeah, industry. That's better numbers than yeah. marketing and advertising. Industry. That's better marketing than sales. Yeah. That's better or better numbers than sales. I mean, I work construction. I don't know, to me, fuck. Yeah. This disaster. has been the most like uh, literally the to, to create uh, to create a nice community that actually like a, a real community. You know, that actually does benefit from each other doing well is the cannabis community. It is. It, well, sorry, is the, the legacy market part of it for me only because the OCS now, with, like I said, I have absolutely zero problem with the OCS in general. It's not the OCS I have the issue with because there's a lot of really good people that work for the OCS in multiple fucking capacities, including Abby Shit, Roach. I technically who, do. Yeah. I have for the last few years. Yeah, like Mike himself and, and, and people who revolutionized it, like Abby Roach, and that she's currently working for the OCS. So this is not my issue. My issue is the way the government supports them after selling them these quarter of a million dollar licenses. Ooh, we're getting into that. Eh? Well, we're no, just quickly. I'm just oh, saying, no, I'm no, not gonna, we're not we going to talk about it. We're going we're gonna to talk about it with them. That's one of the, the reasons roster. I'm super excited that it's Mike's here. We're gonna, we are talking about this. But, like, once again, they're not giving the, they're, uh, you know. Yeah, let, let's save it for later. We'll do that. Yeah. We'll save it for later. Well, it's coming up. We're coming up on that. Because I, I know really Mike was Mike's passionate opinion. about. Uh, yeah, that's why. I don't want to jump the gun. Yeah. Absolutely. So. So first things for oh, actually you know what yeah we're, we'll I do told the age, you we're you know right what? there we're right there I'm like yeah, how I'm you so I like tired. how you hit it man I like how you hit it give me a tally I, I deserve it what are you saying sorry Dude, for it's not I'm a little bitch no nah, man we're at this here I am cutting myself I'm off and then I'm looking at I the thing and I'm like we're talking about the AGCO next like well that's exactly what I was talking about when I cut myself off excellent yeah it was that's why I was saying that's perfect I like how you went greens if you buy your salads. In this department, <laughs> yeah. things may happen after consumed. May that's, happen. That's mayhem's mixed greens. No I like. I style. like that mayhem. We're gonna have to look that. We're gonna have to make some mayhem mixed green. Maybe we'll talk to Designer Dank about making a mayhem's mixed greens. Pack. I'll put it out. I think that would be That would be Let's do a little. We can do a little collab. You know, it'll be like one <laughs> bud of each kind of, but like three buds of like, but three different strains. I gotta, I gotta get a bigger jar. <laughs> I gotta need a bigger jar for this adventure. We'll get the fucking uh, anyways. Fuck it. Well, listen, <laughs> professor, keep going on that rent. 
because honestly, it is okay. exactly what we're going well, into. Well, it is a follow-up. Ultimately, I was really excited to have Mike because me and Mike discussed this uh, over Instagram shortly with a flurry of uh, with vo- uh, voice messages. <laughs> we're to the point where I had to tell him, pump the brakes, but I, I, I need pod. all this for the podcast. I need all this for the podcast because me and him are pretty much on the exact same wavelength So, uh, in terms of this. And he's on the inside. And he confirmed my suspicions. So yeah. that's why I was super excited to have him here. But long story short, so I can let Mike. Is it uglier than we think? Yeah, that's yeah, the question. Compared like, to all ends. So, like, it is that way. So, tell us first of all, I know you told me the story about uh, how you started and uh, the position you had when you started yeah. and what happened when it got purchased by a conglomerate company like we talked about last week, a holdings company. Yeah. As opposed to a, a mon pa slash. Actual cannabis. What it company. was at, yeah. at the beginning. Give, give us a general idea of how that went. So, uh, well, when I first started in retail, we were a private dispensary. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked my way as a bud tender up to like doing the, like I was like a product specialist after a little while. I was doing all the menu curation. It's basically like their head bud tender. Yeah. And I was uh, helping influence what we brought to the store for, uh, for our products. Because like say you guys came in and we didn't have anything and you requested it, I could put that in the book for the next order. Like, we had that power yeah. at the beginning. Ultimately, Which, you were the curator of product to, to be sold at this, and it was a private shop, so it was it was about quality. They hired someone specifically to ensure that there was quality there. Absolutely. And where were you guys getting, where were you guys actually getting your uh, cannabis from? OCS. OCS. But. And you were able to ask for anything that you wanted. Yes. So that's the thing. Every legal producer, in Mm -hmm. all the provinces have to go through those channels like OCS, uh, whatever it is in Alberta, BC. But there's a whole range of producers and flour to pick from. It's not just a few brands, but um, you have to like source them out. Anyway, they all come from the OCS. But long story short, when we got bought out, our buying power kind of like ceased to exist. So like we got 1% of the products that we would ask for and then we just didn't get um, order sheet, uh, a request sheet anymore. Or if we did, it was At that no, point, was you no would just get, would you just get sent like a package from the OCS? Of well, the yeah, because not even specifically from the OCS, but like they've got like deals with the... Um, LPs. Not, oh, so not even the LPs, the bigger... Uh, the holdings company guys, that like, came in and bought them, basically. Like Fire and Flower, Can of Cabana. Like okay. they have shelf space in their like they have a, a warehouse so they'll get a whole bunch of stuff to their warehouse and distribute it amongst all the can of cabanas or fire and flowers or whatever. right okay right. that makes sense so the products they pick up a lot of them are they have exclusive shelf space so they'll have like the bigger brands that they they put out so that's why most of these um dispensaries bigger dispensaries you'll see like uh, tons of like good supply or pure sun farms or mm. uh, riff or whatever the case yeah. may be not even they're, call they're brands for that just space. like the bigger really big brands that have the money to pay for that space okay. now the smaller craft producers kind of get pushed out of the way because the only people requesting that stuff are people like me because i'm in there solely looking for new genetics things that might pop if i know that there's a a good producer that's that's out that's known to do good stuff like i'm surfing like going through reviews reddit like reddit's unforgivable if it's trash they're gonna tell you how trash and in detail that is that is oh yeah yeah yeah. mayhem introduced me to reddit even if it's uh, good they're gonna say that it sucks yeah 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 good place they're brutal they are are brutal but that's that's a good and a bad thing but either way sorry my god there's once you push people like me and people passionate like that to order from guys like that and look for sick new genetics, 
regardless of if they're going to sell the first time, they're gone. Like people don't buy them. That's why you only see the same things at all these dispensaries because some producers just to get the shelf space. They have deals. Money. Yeah. It's sad. Like, they're paying just, for that shelf space. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. So I mean, this basically confirms the articles that me and Mayhem were talking about in the uh, in the last four or five weeks through the podcast. And and that's why we were so lucky that to, to talk with Mike about this and actually confirm. Oh, not just confirm, but, you know, it is as bad as it seems, ultimately. Like, and the AGCO is still out till this day. They're doing nothing. As of today, today is, uh, while well, we're doing the podcast, we'll let you know it's February 20th today. And as of today, I looked maybe about three hours ago, just before Mike had come, and and there is still no update on it. The last one was February tenth, which was the article we did right, last week, exactly. And basically, still saying that when we talked about this again, if the if this was alcohol, if Ooh. this was the LCBO, it would have been a whole different story. Very strange story, Diane. Coming up next, can bees think? A new not. study confirms that no, well, they I, cannot. Which one did you guys play? I don't have my earphones in. Can bees think? Can bees think? Oh, can bees think? Oh, so let's continue. Soccer? Let's continue on our story about the ACGO and whatever. And we we're talking about alcohol and all that jazz. Let's give her. We got Mike's inside inside the edition opinion on on what's happening. They were not an opinion, but basically confirmation of what we were discussing before. And Mike being in the uh, <laughs> Mike being in there for so long. Also, did you know, you know about any data collection? Yes, yeah, let's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the one thing. I, I good call, ma'am. I'm so high right now. Friggin, uh, I, when you were there, let us know. Was there any kind of signs of data collection happening? From Absolutely, them? we signed up member <laughs> accounts. <laughs> Spark perks. Spark. So, like, when you did these member accounts, did you know that this was happening? Like, yeah, it was going to data. Or, well, okay. the statistics are there. You can see what's going on in all the provinces and all the stores. You know what's up. You know who's hold buying, on. Who's buying stuff? So, like, you can log in on your terminal at your specific OCS spot, and you can see what's popping everywhere in Ontario or Canada. Yeah, it was probably a glitch, but it was definitely there. And huh. So, you could, that's how the only reason why I know. Well, I, well, obviously, you know when you're signing up a member account. No, I um, figure. I mean, if you're signing up a member account, especially when you're – well, did this, did this happen – okay, when you were working for the private company, was there something similar to that happening? Hell no. Oh, really? No, I see your ID. I want and that to was talk it, to you right? about the product. We originally, it was when she opened up the dispensary, she wanted to be an educational-based dispensary, and COVID fucked that up. We were going to have a table sit like uh-huh. in between the dispensary with a bunch of like um, like literature and stuff, and like uh, one of us could, like, there's room for us to sit down and room for customers that know what they want to go to the front and buy it, and you could still have a discussion and learn some things. We have a consultant right. there. Yeah, it was supposed to be an educational place. And then it turned into like a Walmart. But yeah, no, there's definitely collections. So you could see, I don't know if we were, if it was supposed to be on there, but you could definitely see um, the statistics of like who's buying what and like what's selling the most. So there's charts and then you could select the different province and different store. I don't know if you remember consumers back in the day. Where you walked into this place. I don't. Yeah, consumer. It was literally a binder with a bunch of pictures. You filled in. Mike, he's not old like me. But it's pretty much the way the OCS is running right now. You walk in there, you flip through a bunch of pictures on the screen. Yeah, that's the biggest hit a button. (coughs) That's what it is. I think that's the most discouraging thing for (coughs) smokers from me and Mayhem's generation is, (coughs) pardon me, this weed's really good. (coughs) The most discouraging thing is that we grew up in the era of let me see it, let me squeeze it, let me smell it. Yeah. 
there is no buying sight unseen of any kind of cannabis. Like there was never like I'm not buying hash. I'm not buying weed. <coughs> I'm like I'm not buying anything that I can't see, smell. Even the whole touch. ordering online. I never did kind that. Kind of freaks me out. I, I was well, never that, that, that happened. That happened. No, I mean, even now I'm saying like the idea of ordering something online, like. A like sight unseen, and have it delivered to my house. Well, I tell back, you what, they had bud mail back when I was a kid. Of course, oh, no, they no, did. it has always been. But once again, that's another. Oh, just, you're saying just the idea. But you know what? I'd be more likely to order that because usually, if I did get that guy's number, it would be the time I met him and he gave me a piece of his butt. True. Yeah. If I know I you have it. fire, and I'm gonna, I'm not, then I'll give you a shot. But just randomly to kind of like look around and, and assume that this person actually has. You know, Gary Payton, or he actually has Forbidden Grape, or he actually. You Speaking know. of fire, that's also why a lot of the bigger stores don't have fire, and everybody's buying shitty weed and thinks that all weed from the OCS sucks. But it's actually not true. There's that. There's quads, and for cheap, you could get them for like thirty-five bucks out the gate. So give these people a heads up as to what to be asking for when they go to the OCS. How, how does it have to be done? Yeah, how, how do you find these quads at the OCS? How well, do you find at least like the fire? You're more than likely to find somebody that has a little bit more enthusiasm if you go to a private shop because usually they have. Well, obviously, I mean, that's, have and that's more, what we're pushing. Uh, we, we're not. We're not. You know, at the end of the day, we agree with you 100%. That doesn't mean that some, like, there's some fire and flowers that have really, really good employees and can of cabanas and stuff, too. But you're more than likely to find somebody that's curating the menu if you go to one of the private spots. Yeah. And just ask them what they're smoking. Yeah. If you don't know. And, like, it doesn't matter if it's indica and sativa. Just ask them what they're smoking. And they're more than likely to tell you what's good. And they're going to be super excited to tell you. Yeah. And if it's shit, you could see it on somebody's face. If it's fire... It doesn't matter what the price is. You can we've see been, how we've been uh, we've been duped by a couple of guys. <laughs> I know. I heard about that. Yeah, I have. These guys. Are, I, I swear to God, it, the only thing that was left was the guy to do a somersault for us at the end of it. But he raved about this octane stuff. But I opened it up inside yeah, Harvey's, and I was able to smell the mold. Pura Vida. I've only seen these guys ever do oil. Like we had honey oil from these guys, and it was a uh, cheap honey oil. Like they had their. Um, Do you smell it? No, it's super dry, so it's not gonna. Oh, it's get super really dry, and I'm not gonna get much of a smell. But I'm glad because it's just moldy. But basically, it's just Ooh. moldy. <laughs> Gross. It smells like moldy pool hall. Yeah, like and literally, like, that's what it is. It's like a basement. It smells like a basement. No like picture. I opened basement. that up in Harvey's and Swiss Chalet, and I was able to smell that mold within that grease grease yeah. pit. And, it, and we, we still rolled it up because we figured, you know, maybe it's something, you know, who knows. You know, that this happens guy swore too, like, mayhem spent, I don't know, 60 bucks on that half quarter. Like, it was like. I've done. seen some higher end producers that still sometimes have a product that might come out like that. But, like, it's an agricultural product. Sometimes one or two batches might have one or two bags that have an issue. But I bought, that three, said, I bought three <laughs> oh, yeah, we items bought. that day, three different producers. Yeah. All three smelled like mold. Well, no. Let's not say that. The purple one. Only the... This one smelled like mold. The, the, the purple the one. The pre-rolls didn't smell like mold. The no, but they were dry. Like they were dry as fuck, but I expected that from the OCS. always expected to be shaken. But I the expect purple, that. this other purple stuff came in a the little purple can. purple stuff I can't remember. Oh, you had in the can thing? They yeah. have full flower, high quality pre-rolls, but you're paying, and you're paying quite a bit. But the, um, most pre-rolls are shake and trim. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially for the cheap value ones, yeah. but it's to be expected. But how much do you think you're going to pay for a high quality te- uh, 15, 20 pack? Well, the, the designer dank pre rolls, I know they go for twelve bucks retail. Yeah, each, right? Yeah, for so each. So imagine one. A, like a twenty. And that's a point seven five. It's a point seven five. It's not even a gram, but it's a point seven five of actual flour. Flour. Yeah. Right. So that's and what I'm saying. They have those, but you're going to pay. But somebody like us, they're like, if you want to find it, like like a full flour, like a decent pre roll, they're in there. Um, Simply Bear, I believe, is doing them. Uh, Liber- I remember Mo got some once from Value Buds. It's all the same producers. It's just yeah. I I could be wrong, but I think they're just getting older skews or something because it's all the same types of flour. But the stuff that I've gotten from Value Buds, even the from the higher end producers, it still kind of had no taste anymore. Hmm. So I, it could just be old my experience or older skews like. You, you've had a shitty experience with all three people you bought from, but it's really... That was all in one store. That's no, that, hard, was one that was one store. store. That was the like one... That, oh, maybe... I spent 132 bucks in one not store. Not to reveal That's anything, because it's only thing, but it's right there. <laughs> Literally, like, across the street there. I wonder if it's just something up with their storage conditions, because... You know what it was, bro? I'll tell you this. Up. These guys didn't uh, smoke. Yeah, neither of these guys. I don't think... I think these guys maybe smoked when they were kids. They were about me and Mayhem's age, if not a bit older. But they just looked like they were drinkers. They didn't oh, look, yeah, but that's another thing too. They Most didn't of the look people like that they were like companies come from like Skechers and shit. But these are things. These are this, this is a, this, <laughs> on God. Like, this is a <laughs> private spot, yeah, yeah. a so-called private spot, which that's why we kind of thought, all right, cool. It's a privately owned one. It's not part yeah, of. That's a small know. guy. It's not a big name. And, but you can just tell the way they're even describing the bud to us. They that's were just another thing too. Like, you know, Some of it just because it's a small private store doesn't mean that they actually no, not at all. Meat. And you know so what? They might and still be buying a bunch of bullshit. It's money. And just like you said earlier. Them being one like a franchise style company doesn't mean you're going to get shitty weed no. every time either, right? If, if you're lucky enough that there is a butt tender there, someone who gives a fuck about the kind of cannabis you're going to be smoking, then maybe even that. the fire and flower that I ended up leaving throughout the whole year after I left, there was still at least three people in there that gave as much of a shit as I did. They just couldn't well, buy; good. they couldn't order anything. But they tell you because they're buying everything in there because. That's what you do. You can't stare at a hundred products all day mm-hmm. and not go home with at least three of them. Like that your check gets funneled <laughs> back in there. So. See, well, this is where this is where everything gets crazy because, like, which let's say fire. If you're a fire and flower, you have you know a multitude of different LPs products you're carrying. And now, if you're a guy like you know, me and me, I'm, me and Mayhem go in, we buy this moldy ass bud, this whatever it is, Legacy. Our beef is with Legacy, but. We can't get a hold of Legacy. We're dealing with the OCS. And the yeah. OCS says, "Oh well, you, you open it." You can get a hold of Legacy, the back of the bag. But you're what do you? Uh, the most that's going to happen if you go back to the uh, to the retail. What am I going to do? I go because we talk. If I went back to the OCS and told them, "Hey, this weed is moldy," they're going to be like, "Oh." They have to destroy it. But if you send the an email or a call, at least call the number or whatever on the back. I've done this a few times. I got a PM on a bud or two. Yeah, it happened twice actually in the last couple of years. Jeez. But both times. I got refunded and encouraged so they were going to give me like their next uh, lot of a sample to, to mm. make up for it. Like one, the first time it happened, I got a half ounce free and my money back. And the half ounce that I got free was way better than the first one. But like, tell me about the process. And how, how did that work? Well, I just emailed them and, and showed them the photo and let them know what happened. And on top of that, they went to uh, the first time they came to the store and they picked up all of the remaining lot and they went to all the other stores that they sent it out to and picked up the remaining lot so that they could destroy it and do an investigation. So that's why it's important to actually reach out to them because 
whether or not it, it means anything to you, it probably affected a hundred other fucking people. You so know what, bud? You actually, well, we kept it. The funny part is we only kept it. For the sake we want to use it in the podcast to show different. We also have from a legacy company. Same thing. We're not being discriminatory yeah. with one or the other because it happens in both. It or like pesticides both. or some shit. Well, it was just. Uh, Look out for tribal, though. If you see any, it's like a Quebec based brand. If you see any, like so far, I don't want to jinx it, but like everything I've had from tribal. Like their gelato, I've seen gelato that name a few times. or whatever, Power Sherb. Um, they even have a hazy one I don't I like. Think Nate, Cuban Nate links. I'm not a fan that. of the profile, but everything it's like thirty five bucks out, out the door and like super high quality flour. So huh. there's no like there's definitely stuff out there and you don't have to pay sixty bucks. Well that's what you're that's what we're shooting for. I mean like the idea <laughs> listen, the whole idea once again, the black market or the legacy market is you know, still till this day, I can go, I can look at the, the half-pound bag the guy's got it in or the jar he's got it in and smell it and, s- and sniff it. Which, by the way, shout out to Cookies because co- I noticed Cookies downtown Toronto, like not even the brand with the flower and all that shit, just that store downtown. Yeah, the Cookies they've store. Got, you could go in there and see in the glass cases all their all their top shit that they're trying to push, like all the yeah. high-end flower. You could see it in a little glass case because they've paid to put – all that flour in there. You have to buy everything you open. So everything that's in those cases that they're showing you so that you can open and smell and everything, that's they that's they, on, they purchase yeah, that. Yeah, they purchase that to put it in You know what? Respect there. to that. Yeah. Most I'll, places I'll, won't do that because that if you so. open that up five, ten times, it's going to air off. That no, shit's no, not going to smell the exactly. same. Exactly. And it's going to dry up. You have to buy it a few times. But they always have a display of their top flowers so you could go that's in and check awesome. it out. That's awesome. I haven't heard that happen in any of That's the only one cookie store? Um, no, that's just the only one that I've seen. So okay. I, I know that there's other shops doing that too. I just haven't seen them. There you go. I've Mikey heard about style, it, You go check them out, man. Yeah, they definitely, like if you say, say something's like 55 bucks or whatever. Actually, there was one in Orangeville that did this too. One, um, there's a cookies in Orangeville. No, right? no, no. It was another shop. Oh. Uh, Empire House. Shout out to them. That Empire they were House. They were the second we'll put dispensary them in the, uh, to open in Orangeville. They, I believe they still have it. I know that they did last time I went in there. It's been a while, but... Same thing. Cases where you could see they're high in flowers. So if it's like fifty five bucks and you're like, what the fuck? What? Why? Check it out. It's easier to yeah, look exactly. at it than listen to something. Like I said, hey man, I'm I'm down. Especially once again coming from a, a source that I can say, yeah, for sure knows the shit. Yeah, I'll definitely I will try it. Like I, I once again every month, you know, I, I go to a random OCS. We try every month. Like for the last, since, it, since it's been legalized, and hey man, give me a couple of pre rolls, whatever your best seller is. Or what, what's your best I've seller? I've had a couple. And, and, like, and it's been like, <coughs> I'd say for me, it's like one out of, one out of like nine times that I get like. These are shit too. That's all uh, distillate they have outside of it. So, like uh, the infusion. So, all this is, uh, we're looking at a general admission uh, taster pack. It's got tiger blood, rainbow sherb, and peach rings. All of these, it's like pre-rolls with their, like, famous vape cart uh, flavors on them. So, like, a tiger blood will taste like their tiger blood cart. And, like, My homegirl, Leah, stopped by all the Those way from good. Saga. She comes nice. to visit me all the time. West she's side. My, she's one of my closest homies. Fire up either the tiger blood or the peach rings. Are we going to light up one of these? Rings. Yeah, we'll Lee, I don't like smoking rings. your shit. You come, come on, man. Let's okay. get her going. All right, you, you pick. I want you to pick it. We're going to do the peach rings. Shout outs to Leah. Leah's the best. Fuck. Follow her on Instagram if she lets you. They're adult proof. 
<laughs> yeah, see that? There we go. You got someone right we there telling you. biodegradable them. packs. Yeah, they I need really packaging that's less, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> they need it where you flip the lid and the joint freaking pops into your hand. Or how about just like in a bag? Oh, check out. There's um like every year we like it's not about um, nails. school yeah. that I went to we make a list oh, like all nails. the sommeliers they put together um oh you got it a top flower of the year who um, does the sommeliers from Canarep so every, like including myself so anybody that contributes to that that's a certified sommelier there's a grading sheet I should start with that there's a grading sheet for any of us to use on um cannab- uh, cannabis and it's under the free resources. So well, it, hold on. Tell, tell us just a quick synopsis here of the, uh, what is the sommelier program? So And, and like how, how did you get into, I know you talked about it earlier quickly, but like I know a lot of people listening to the podcast would be interested in something like this. So how, how do they get involved in one of these types of courses? So, well, they have one, they have a couple of them. They got one in Northern California called the Gangier. Okay. Um, and then they have one here called Canareps. And if you go on cannabissommelier.com or .ca, I could be wrong. I think it's we'll .com. We'll put the info in the podcast. Yeah, we'll check that out after. Sure you, for here, anyway, for Canada-based, that's the one that you should go looking for. Um, really, I was bored during COVID, and I was trying to learn anything more about weed possible. Smart, and I found yeah. Canada Good use of time. And with level one, uh, with the sommelier program, you're really, like, focusing on cannabis ancestry and uh, the background, like the history of cannabis Altogether, that's what, that's your level one. You're learning about the ancestry. That's your main focus. Okay. Um, level two, you're learning about more uh, terpene based and uh, blind ta- blind tasting and blind identification. So instead of just knowing about it on paper, now you actually in person have to tell like what family um, the the cannabis came from based off of morphology, off of smell, uh, off of taste. Yeah. So all these things have a very specific. Um, I'm so big. It's so hard to put the word on it. <laughs> but it's, it's our fault. It's our basically, fault. Profile. Yeah, a profile. Like a certain ancestry is going to have a typical profile. Um, and then obviously with all the modern hybrids, things start to get a little more confusing. But yeah. there's something. There's typical things to look for, whether you know the name or not. You could typically see like that's why I'll know like um, the smell or the look of a haze, the smell or the look of a, a kush. So like these things really helped me geek out when I was in retail. So it helped me help me really if you're trying to be a bud tender, if you're trying to get into like retail, be um dispensary manager, anything like that, they have these courses at Canareps. Like the sommelier, I would recommend any bud tender. Anybody that works in the field of cannabis, I think should be taking programs like this. I think to that's, learn good, more that's why I was asking about, about it, yeah. what they're actually working with. Oh, 100%. I mean, to me, that's, I'm, I'll be honest with you, you got me excited to think, look up that information. I feel like I'd like to take that. I, my only issue is time, but to be honest with you, I feel like I'd be, I, it would be definitely worth making the time for something like that. It's this. one of those things, though, to work at your own pace because other than, oh, okay. other than your level two exam and like your in person thing, everything else is online and like your Q and A's and like discussions and all that every week, like past your curriculum. Say you've like, I've already uh, got my two certifications, but like every Thursday I still hop on. Well, when I, when I can on Thursday nights, they have um, Q and A's, but it's really just a big hangout with all the students and uh, teachers. It's awesome. It's like a think tank. Yeah. And just talk. And this is online, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And then the only thing you, well, you have to do your level two in person because like your exam anyway, makes sense because well, actually all of it's in person, the level two, because it's all, you have to use your sense. Your it's a sensory experience. Yeah, exactly. And they have to see that you could do it. Like they'll put like a haze, a Himalayan, 
um, a Kush and an Afghan and four different uh, cultivars from each one of those families on a bunch of different tables. And you have to figure out what family they're from, what cultivar you're looking at mm-hmm. and number them out. And same with terpenes. You've got to go over and, and this where it gets fucked up. Cause if you smell two, three terpenes in a row, super close, you're not going to smell the fourth, fifth, and sixth. Yeah. And, and you'll have certain terpenes on your nose close by. Some like, of them are toxic too. Like uh, limonene, if you smell it too much, like that's, it's not good for you. And it, like inhaling too much, uh, uh, like big amounts of that, it's actually toxic for us. Is really? there yeah. is there something they give you almost like a palate cleanser to smell? Like is there some kind of smelling salt or something no. they give you in between? No, there probably is. But like we just, we would take, take a break chill for a minute like in you because like when, when we're testing out buds that's what we do but we have the luxury of fucking rolling up little pinners you're but to sit there and smell them is tough i can't imagine that man like, not to stick your nose like you're encouraged not to stick your nose in the, the yeah jar. of course especially you if you're like, going from one to the other say this is the bottle of terpenes you're trying you're to take, waft it exactly you're gonna take like face, a bit of yeah. this put it on a paper towel put it in a cup and then take the cup from here and like waft it towards you. I think there's a lot of similarities with grading wine. I, I, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think grading, uh, yeah, my, my homegirl Leah here, she, uh, she works Should have shut that out. For yeah, that out. She works for the LCBO. It sounds like the same idea of like a wine sommelier. Yeah. yeah. Just going through that because different grape varieties and different locations. That is, that's exactly and what I'm it is. I'm glad you guys brought that up because I was too fucking stoned to like navigate this. <laughs> so like other than the ancestry, uh, studying the ancestry and the terpenes and blind identification and all of that, it's... Very, uh, it's very similar to the wine sommelier. Where oh, you're, you're grading quality at the end of the day. So it's giving, it's teaching you the skills to grade the parameters of what quality is. Yeah, and, like, and once again, not for the sake of, uh, well, obviously it ties in, but not for the sake of financially what it's worth, but what it's worth to someone who is a connoisseur. Connoisseur, okay. exactly. That's yeah, the thing. You know, if you're like, not in the industry and you're still a cannabis connoisseur, it's worth learning because 100%. it's a skill that all of us should possess. Because, bro, I'm you guys excited. are doing it anyway. The only difference is this will give you a little more um, like guidance towards what to look for in terms of pooling together that review. Because well, you, you guys are me, smoking man. the stuff anyways. Your taste, you yeah. only want weed that's fire in terms of taste. This is stuff that we're looking for too. It's exactly. not solely exactly. a, like so a, right. You're doing it. We're know. doing it the old school way. Yes. Yeah. But like this just gives you a little bit more uh, basis. This you know is more mean? advanced. And I'd, you, I'd love so you're to a have wine a sommelier? More, uh, no, but I've taken wine courses and it's the same thing. Like you start off with the basics. It's okay. You can hear. You can hear. You start off with the basics and you learn about the soil and how the grapes grow and like different locations and the terroir. The, the terroir, exactly. And uh, there's obviously a ton of similarities. Yeah. How they pretty grow much. I assume so. And he was discussing Thank the course. You. Like I don't know I'm much about wine here. tasting, but That's like. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad she, she popped in because ultimately with the, that's the first thing that popped into my head. And, and also, not just because Leah's here, but, uh, you know, ultimately with that, with, with the growing of that, it, it, you do have to kind of do the same kind of thing. You can't, I mean, with, I know when they grab a glass of wine, they don't stick their nose right in it. I know that they Actually, have to kind of. you do stick your nose right yeah. in it. Yeah. You're supposed to put your nose and your mouth. Because when you put your nose in your mouth, you also take in the... Because the I see them like waft or, waft it towards their face. They and swirl they, it to open yeah. it. And then they, you're supposed to put the whole... Uh, oh, yeah. You know what? Now I think and they do actually that. taste it and spit it out. And they don't swallow it. it. Yeah, they don't drink it. it. No. I get yeah, that. And sometimes, too, it's nice to let it sit in your mouth a little bit. But that's bit. what I mean. That's where, the, once again, there's that disadvantage with cannabis. Right? Like, cause see with, sorry to cut you off, but with cannabis, the difference there with when you're, I first identifying it is 
you want to go eyes first before nose, and we're naturally going to go nose before eyes. Hundred percent. With wine too. You wine wanna, too. You want to look at it with your eyes first because ah, okay. you can identify the what type of grape it is by the color. Um, yep. Same thing with cannabis. Texture and if it's see through, like it's 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 kind of crazy when you start getting into it. And I want to say it's. I find it very interesting, and finally, for once, we're putting so much effort into learning about cannabis. Yeah, especially for the sake of what it can do. It, not even that. It's, just, it's, it's such a beautiful plant. It's not oh, just... 100%. It's not just one. getting high anymore. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's, it's no it's longer medicine, a one thing. You know? It's no longer people are, are growing cannabis because they want to get high. People are growing, or to make money in general. People are growing cannabis. Like we even discussed last week with that story from Ireland. Yeah. This fucking lady is getting thrown in jail, getting charged nine, saying that the, the plant, she, she's a cancer patient. She grew her own plant in her backyard. She had what equated to basically a pillowcase worth of weed. And they got to throw her in jail 448 for 448 grams. Yeah, basically for a pound, they're saying it's worth 8,900 pounds. In Ireland. Where? In Ireland. In Ireland. Is it legal in Ireland? No. No. But I mean, no, she's a fucking. It's not like she was selling it. She was smoking it herself. Yeah. Because she like, was uh, for pain. And it was the only thing that helped her. And they're still. Yeah, they're, put, yeah. they're acting, acting like. They're gonna, 2023 is they're going to let this lady die in jail of well, cancer instead of even taking a second to, like, hey, you know what? Let's look into this shit. Mm -hmm. Let's put this lady on ice for now. She does have cancer. She ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Let's let's just keep her at home right now under watch and let her grow her weed. And, and maybe let's like question what other countries are doing because, you know, yeah. other countries have it legal. So, you know, like... And, and it's so crazy because, once again, look at the alcohol culture in Ireland. Yeah, you know, like, and yet I you mean, can walk into, like, literally every bar, uh, oh, yeah. coffee shop and get though? beer. Do you think that's it, though? Because it's such a big thing in the culture that they don't want that to disappear? Because look what's happening everywhere else. Everywhere where weed's legal, people don't really drink as much. Well, I used to get fucking yeah, hammered. Okay. Say, look at the article we did in the beginning of our podcast. There, but the yeah, first one or second one was about You walk TV along shows. any main street, every four doors, there's a bar. Where, here? Anywhere in Toronto. Yeah, any main you, every four doors is a cannabis store now, too, but you can't go in there and smoke. And that's the problem. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's, that's the, the biggest problem here. That's why it's nice to like now. There's a bunch. Of, actually, I shouldn't say now because before legalization, we had more consumption lounges than we do currently. But it's nice that now they're starting to comfortably pop back up again because it gives everybody a place to go and like hang out. The dang fourth can lounge. Because dang fourth can lounge. Most of my cannabis like consumption life anyway has been at my house by myself yep. so it's nice or to actually outdoor. be out and smoking with people for us for me it was in my friend's garage yeah outside yeah. at a schoolyard in a garage in well, my car hidden but how many times <laughs> did you like get in shit for doing that like i've been arrested oh, yeah. a couple times for publicly being out with weed i lost See, an I've ounce been of lucky. hash i've lost uh, lots of weed <laughs> well i've lost yeah i lost an ounce once but it was bunk this tastes delicious, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Very peachy. I love it. I don't know. She shit like that scares me, man. That? We, we shouldn't taste like that. It's distillate. <laughs> it's the distillate they're putting <laughs> in. See, like, I feel like that's just not natural. I don't it's know. It's not. Yeah. It's concentrate. It's the tea. Yeah. It's concentrated THC, and they have natural flavoring and dist. And, and that's uh, just my old ass people. I ain't shitting on it. I'm sure a lot of people would like that. It is. I can see that being popular. It is very tasty. I just. I just can't. What uh, is this? I always get these fucked up spam calls. Who's calling from Nova Scotia? I get those too. Prince Edward Island. Someone uh, selling used lobsters. I don't pick they, up. There's a there's a market for that. 
use lobsters. Yeah, oh, for sure. Just lobster shells for. Uh, <laughs> Someone's making something out of Someone's making bisque. <laughs> Bless you. I need uh, about six garbage bags of lobster carcasses. Yo, before you guys get into your next topic, you want to hit some of this Headwaters Diamonds and Sauce? Jesus. Let's do Murphy, it. Let's man. do it. I already hit it, Mike, once. Fuck me. Thanks. When it vibrates, it's good to take a toke. Yes, sir. It's do so I have to press the button? You hit the wrong side of your joint, too. I think you might be too, no, high, for, too high for the I puff go. I'm, bur- I'm burning off the extra paper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was doing this. Oops. That's my Uh-oh. <laughs> I gotta wait for it to vibrate, right? Oh, yeah. there, there it is. she goes. So There's I, no I, backing down now. I gotta press the no, button. no, no. Take a toke. My God. That is so pretty. Just in hole. There you go. Can you change the color? Yeah. Shut up. Well, it changes every time you change the heat temperature, but you could ch- you could like customize it on your phone. Am I gonna die on this? No. Double tap it. Die, but it's gonna hurt. <laughs> no, no one dies. Wait for it to vibrate again. There you go. Good to take a toke. Don't but die, like, you just get extremely hot. If you high. wanted that color pink, you could make the color pink. You just have to change it on the app. Fuck you, it's not illegal, bitch. Mike, you're one of my favorite people, but I, yeah. hate, I hate you right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's all right. That's fancy. Actually, you know what? That one wasn't as bad. You know, no. I'm, I'm kind of feeling it go away. On, uh, on green, it's not so bad. <laughs> on red, it is pretty fierce. Red's hotter than you should be hitting it, though. It's 600 degrees, I have it on. So like you shouldn't really be going. It's one of the few times I feel don't go high. higher than like five five fifty. Five fifty. Like you die. I like that. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> we we have it. we have an addiction here. Well, uh, oh, oh it's oh, ready. Man, that thing is some hot. I'll tell you this, man. Once again, I'm not a dabs guy, but if I was to be a dabs guy, I would invest and get one of these uh, one of these badass machines, the Puffco. Hey, also before I forget. What is it with this? I, I hear Puffco, I'm pretty sure it's Puffco, has a um, a heated spoon. <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell, tell us about this heated spoon. Hey, sorry. <laughs> let me pick a lot. Let me pick a very else. So you know the dab tool? Oh, there we go. You know here. the dab tool I have? Yes. If you were to take that and, like, take up your rosin, you need a way to, like, Keep get it, it in here. Yeah. Not even that, like... You know how, like, I'll try to, some of them, like, what we just it did. It won't drip the, off. The diamonds and sauce, I just flicked it off with my fingers because the diamonds are, like, that consistency. Okay. But, yeah, it won't drip off if it's if you have, like, a rosin or whatever on your tool. So you need a way to get it off. And instead of using a lighter behind the, the tool, theirs, you just push a button and it heats up and the, the concentrate Whoop. falls off. And Drips right it. into your bowl. Which is a lot better anyway because no one wants to put their lighter behind their, their shit. No. Well, that's pretty cool. Like, I see, so is that something that comes with the Puffco, or do you have to buy it nope, extra? Of course not. So, like, <laughs> is there only a certain model that it works with, or does it work on its own independently? It'll work on its own. Like, okay. you can use that for your joints. You can use it for anything, spice right? Up your joints, yeah. How much would one of those go for, roughly? I think they're 30 bucks. Well, fuck, well, that ain't bad. I might get some, uh, I might ask the dang for it. It's easier to use, to be honest. I don't have one, and I wish I did, because I just... Well, I get asked for it all the time. It's get sticky, and I got to constantly... I got a friend of mine that asks for it all the time. She's so she, you don't have to you don't addicted. have to clean that other one. I guess with you the do, heat it just yeah, melts Yeah, but like it's gonna off. melt ninety percent of it off. So exactly. That, like you could put it back in. Say you're just on the go and you want to just put a quick dab in your thing and then put it back in the case quick. You're not gonna fuck up your case. But right now, if I tried to do that, I have to go. I have to make sure that I clean the tool, or it's 
just shit all over the place. Yeah, so typically, what are you cleaning situation. with? Are you using alcohol, bong yeah. cleaner? What do you? What do you? Ninety nine percent ISO. You could use ISO, yeah. lower, but I wouldn't go any lower than like ninety. I, I'm lucky. I'm al- I already always have lots of 99. Because <laughs> the more water oh, content you have in it, the less you could do with it. Like you're, you're supposed to take this like coil off, like the whole atomizer, and throw it directly in, in the ISO. So you let it soak, the whole thing. You can't do that shit if there's a bunch of water in it. Okay, so last question. It's going to probably sound stupid, but can you smoke hash in there? If it's full melt. If you have like a six-star hash, you could absolutely dab it in here. Okay. But to actually really answer your question, you could put regular hash in here. It'll vaporize. You're going to fuck up your piece. It's the same thing with those pens, the shatterizer. Mm-hmm. I've done it. You can put all stages of hash in the shit, but you're never getting your coil back. So only... And uh, what are coils going for for something like that? For this, this one is 130. It's the... Um, uh, 3D uh, 3D chamber. It's their new one. Apparently, it's supposed to have better vapor production. All the so shit. So that's 130 for the coil alone. For just that. And what's the average life expectancy on that guy? They recommend that you rechange them out every three months because they expect people probably not to clean them or to. So fuck this them is up. truly like the cannabis connoisseurs. Like this is like top line. It's a dream. But with yeah. that said, if you actually like take care of your stuff, you're not going to have to replace it. I ja- this is the first. I just bought this like two months ago. This new atomizer. I got the Puffco a couple of years ago, but the only reason I had to get a new one is because I cracked the old one trying to stick caps in the top that didn't fit. Okay. But I cleaned it all the time. Like that thing, it wouldn't have broke. I would have still been using the same well, one. Same any one. bang or any bomb. And how long did you have any, that any, one any for? Those things will last that one before I broke it a year. A year. So it would have kept going for sure. So not every three months. And it's just, just how do you any, take care uh, of your shit? So you just clean that with your little Q-tip and. Yeah. Well, when I'm like, say in between dabs, I'll just Q-tip it. If you want to be anal about it, you use ISO. I don't think it's necessary every time. Every time. But yeah. like you take to actually clean this, you unscrew it and just let it soak in soak ISO. Soak in ISO properly. And same with all this shit. You could take the glass off, let that soak. The glass itself, you could change out and buy like fancy weird pieces. And Different hmm. shapes yeah. and all that. That's pretty cool. So uh, while we have you here, another thing I get asked a lot about is is concentrates because i don't really do concentrates that often um but seeing as we have uh, a concentrate connoisseur here what would you say are some of the uh i don't know what would you say are one of your some of your favorite concentrates to download? live resin live resin live. Eh? not even think about it just live resin the best creme de la creme mike. creme de la creme and or, why is that mike or properly made live rosin but a full melt hash would be the king, <laughs> but it, no one has it, and you're never going to find it. And if yeah, you do, it's going to be like a hundred like, bucks. Yeah, super quads or exotics. Yeah, but if you know someone, that's the creme de la creme. But for me, what I could get a hold of, live resin or really made live rosin. And that's just because of the terpenes and the flavor. Yeah. So that your preferred, and that's the preferred method. I guess most people that do do concentrates really – not just for the sake of getting super high, but at least getting like a, a very hardcore flavor profile as compared to what you would do typically just burning burning the joint like we do. Yeah, I'm like, we're, you're going to get high. I'm high anyways. I'm oh, yeah, going to yeah, get yeah. baked. And like with most people think you're going to get super fucked up off the concentrates, but it really depends on how much you're having and what temperature yeah. you're vaporizing it at because you could have it for breakfast and be less stoned than having a joint. Which I learned recently thanks to you and uh, and Mr. Blazer's, Blazer's. market there. Ooh. Yeah, like I, I never knew my, I mean, because I've seen him do it with his his, uh, his rig. Uh, I know he's got his little propane torch there going and 
Um, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. He knows, I guess, what he's looking for. There's no real ther- thermometer. Or there's no, and that would be my hang-up, right? You could get one. I know you can get one. I got one. a cheap one, but it's just one extra piece of but equipment. Like, well, here's the thing, right? When I asked him, in terms of cost efficiency for somebody who's looking at that, you know, I'm sure a rig would work better. But when someone is looking at down the road, if you're buying good grade concentrates and the kind of concentrates that, that, that Mike uh, is talking about, um, it isn't really a, a a cheaper market for cannabis. You're not saving much more, but a lot less is going a lot longer uh, in general. You do so save your health, though. With well, pro- that's the properly thing, right? properly made concentrates mm. are a lot better on us because we're not we're smoking all the plant matter. If I ever stop becoming an old fat dinosaur and stop smoking cigarettes, I will definitely switch to dabs because that's the only thing. I only smoke joints in general because I still love flour. I mean, for me, flour is I, I just I feel like you got that flavor. But just even just now, as much as I've been anti dab for so long, and as much as that nearly killed me a second ago. It tastes so fucking good, and it is one of the few times I actually get a little high for a minute there, you know? Like, I, I almost forget what it's like to be that, and this is one of those things where it could be dangerous for me to have around. It's the, but also, oh, with that said, you can switch point. it Because, like, there's times where, like, dabs won't get me high, but I'll smoke a joint and I'm fried. So, like, if you just switch up what you're doing, up, man. like, and I'll just smoke flour for a little bit and then switch A little switch bit of everything, dabs, man. Yeah. That's why Mayhem's little jar of uh, mixed, mixed greens, greens there is always switch a winner because you get a little bit, yeah, you get a little bit of everything. Thanks. You get a little flavor of the, of the rainbow. Well, I know? bought three extracts off of, uh, of a high-maintenance. He's just always got, just I got a pre-roll smell. off him. I have a whole container full of his yeah. shit here. That oh, guy. man. Pre- his pre-rolls are fire. Got a variety. Yeah. I am the biggest pre-roll snob on earth. And I'm telling you that High Maintenance Extracts has some super nice, super nice ones. Man. Well you done. you got from him was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banana absolutely. Kush? The Everyone banana I Kush. talk to. <clears throat> Everyone I talk you have to is a great stuff. No, I don't. I was going to say, let's break it out. I was going to break it out, man. That stuff was crazy. Yeah, you know what? Yesterday, he was, I know he was excited that I brought the Puffco because he asked about it and then fucking, he immediately broke out that container because uh, I know he doesn't like dab like that, but he knew I was bringing that shit. Uh, I, I was ready. Tonight. I knew. I was ready, ready. <laughs> I was excited yesterday. I ended up grabbing something from everybody. Wow, there was Dream Leaf there. Or not yesterday, the day before yesterday. Uh, Dreamleaf had, I ended up getting some uh, Long Island Ice Pink Flower, which was pretty fire, to be honest. I got some funky mushrooms. Pretty good. He had some crazy looking mushrooms. Follow that guy. I'll put his information up. Follow that guy. He's got some great products. He's got some some little shrooms look scary. Some real strong. uh, Are you talking about the vendor with the massive mushrooms? Yeah. 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 Shit. Yeah. Yeah, He he had. uh, Some of those things look freaky. His gummies were like super high power gummies. Um, He had some cool chocolate bars there as well. Last time he was around the uh, Blazers market there, I picked up a strain called Slops. That's good. That was uh, good. And it was actually pretty, that was really nice. And this one, once again, and that, that goes back to show you, like, he had no problem being right next to Headwater. None People whatsoever. are still coming to him buying his bud. You know what I mean? He's smack dab next to them. That one you guys are looking at was one of his blueberry, if that's mine, that's like one of his blueberry um, this strengths. One? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know where this one came from. <laughs> it was, it was, it was that's you? mine then. Yeah, that's oh, okay. one of his blueberry ones. Check this one out. That one was pretty decent. What's going on well, for here. smell anyway. I don't even think that I've smoked that one yet. You haven't smoked it yet? No. Well, I just sent out another Still one. trying to work through the samples. Ooh. I just sent out another one from the from the regular designer dank collection. The uh, the two in the pink that's floating around right now. You got in your head. Oh, I got the two in the pink right now. Yeah, it's super white ash, killer stuff. God damn. 
uh, some of Mikey's stuff here smells and uh, looks uh, super scrumptious as well. What would you well, say this was? I don't know. What was that? Uh, it's blueberry, blueberry something. I can't remember exactly what the cross was. What was that? Whatever vendor you guys were just talking about. That's where I oh, got Dream this. Leaf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had another one. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's That's three. Right. I think it's three. Fuck, I can't remember, man. I'm so fucking high right now. <laughs> Yeah, I think Tally's going to come out for that one. Fuck you! Yeah. It's not illegal, that bitch! More, that makes more sense. I'm so high that's right how, that's now. That's how I'm feeling. I have no idea what's going on. Well, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. I've been there. Wow. It's all Leah's fault. I blame yeah. Leah for everything. Yeah, she, she just happened to show peach, up. With the peach joint and you know. just <laughs> fucked everybody up. I always thought her she's the best. Peach, um, rings, peach rings general admission uh, infused joint. Yeah. Took these so, guys' heads well, out. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about Mike's cannabis story. We talked about the AGCO being straight fraudulent. Yes. We talked about concentrates, Sweet. methods, and tips from from a concentrate connoisseur. So what new events are you looking forward to? What new endeavors are you looking forward to this coming year in 2023? Well, it was this podcast, so now we've knocked <laughs> that off. <laughs> well, this um, is just the first of many, but yeah. Thank you. It's nice being here. Oh, so yeah, yeah today this this was back. sick. So like today that was one of those. Mm-hmm. Now we've done that. Awesome. Uh, tomorrow we've got bong and pong. Bong and so pong. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the exact details. I just know there's uh, it's another um, industry event happening in uh, Toronto area. Bong for, and pong. Okay. Uh, Is it for tenders. bud tenders? Bud tenders and cannabis connoisseurs right, right, alike. Okay. I'm assuming because. You don't I have to I sign up any specific information. Well, this episode's coming out after that anyway. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, I, th- I, we, I but think this is we, what I'm asking. We should anyway. all go. We should all come with me. Fuck, so we're doing I that tomorrow, that. and then I'm going to Niagara for the Collector's Cup. Yes, it's gonna I It's going to be like a blind tasting that. competition. I believe Headwaters is going to be there as well. Ooh. Yeah. So that's happening on uh, Wednesday in Niagara. And then I think what's coming up next? We have a Can Expo. Yeah, There's always a Blazers market. Oh, yeah. Yeah, every weekend there's some shit fi- uh, as some kind of market something. popping off. Yeah. But like in terms of like big big things, that's I, what I'm asking. I'm yeah, pretty sure Can Expo's coming up. Yeah, that's um, March 25th and 26th or 20. Oh, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There's influ- influencer awards. And there's the regular. I think it's a competition day. I know I'm I'm, I'm here and Chef Don might enter for a team designer dank. Really, eh? Under uh, the cooking. Under yeah, for cooking, yeah. And we may have from Super Rica Empanadas. Uh, Slide him in there. Yeah, the the man known as Teacher. Teacher, he, he the might, legend. He might enter as well. Speaking with our friends out there at KGL TV, and uh, well, that guy's a magician on that guitar. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that was fantastic. Not only can that man whip up Whoa. empanadas, he can play. He can play some Carlos Santana like you don't know. Yeah, That's some next level man. shit. Yeah, he's definitely, I mean, uh, so good it's inspiring. You know, I he, almost felt Spanish like while he was playing. It made me want to play Spanish. <laughs> I know, he's like. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I don't even know how to play Spanish guitar, but just sitting there, I ended up playing Spanish music somehow. I yeah. don't know how it happened, it ended up happening. Yeah, it's like smoking another joint, you're going to understand all the lyrics for sure. It's <laughs> funny because like the, when, the, when I used to play music, I used to play like Rage Against the Machine covers, like the absolute opposite of like any kind of Spanish guitar, just sitting down there with it for like 30 seconds. I looked down and I'm like, am I playing Oye Como Va right now? Dude, that was awesome to see you. I didn't even know that you played. And I was. I couldn't that believe. That was good. Oh, man. Yeah, I haven't played in like, honestly, I haven't touched a guitar in like 15 years. But I had, my fingers were. It looked were, like you practiced. Oh, man. I, years ago. No, like now. Oh, I need to practice now. I need to. I need to. It's, it's sad. I haven't. But now, once again, it was inspiring. Like, I never, like, even though I have a shit ton of instruments always close by. 
being around live music is contagious, man. Yeah. Being around someone who's passionate about live music is just like being around someone who's passionate about cannabis. Like, those are two of my favorite things to be, you know, Good either discussing money. or being part of or, you know, live music was like, to me, the two greatest things on earth is smoking a joint and being at a concert and doing those two yep. things together is to me is paradise every time. Like, so, but uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to some of the Blazers Markets events. I'm I'm hearing in the grapevine, there may be a Canna Expo aftermarket going down. Okay. Uh, it's going to happen when oh. Canna Expo shuts down. I heard about What's this little other? birdies uh, information. What's that teriyaki? teriyaki? Oh, what yeah. Is that? What is that? Yeah, There's some see. teriyaki. I'm yeah, saying it Mikey's wrong, but that's what it looks like when you look Mikey's first glance. Mikey's pull it up. Pretty sure it said teriyaki. That's what it looks like for and sure. It's like three twenty-five a person or some shit. They're saying it's like, is it unlimited? It's not it's even terpinaki. unlimited. Terpinaki. Terpinaki. <laughs> terpinaki. So there's that. I'll put that in the podcast description. Um, well. and then we've got um blunts and cigars can a party coming out. Oh yeah, that's, that's oh, happening. That's, right. that's happening at the Dank Fourth as well. That's what in March. Uh, March fourth. Fourth. March fourth. That's We've right. got Gold Seal there. Yeah, Gold Seal, uh, Torchy, um, Bluntwoods. It's hosted by Blunt Bay. Yeah, Blunt Bay is going to be there. Uh, Internet, Internet Cannabis Celebrity. Uh, was this Miss D? That's yeah, Miss D. Miss D is going to be there. Uh, well, it looks like we're, it's another high yeah, day. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's going to be some seminars. They're actually going to be teaching uh, how to roll a blunt. And they're going to be, there's two different packages. I think you can get 25 and 40 bucks and you get. I guess uh, depending on whether you want to get one, two, or three uh, cigars to take home after you're done rolling. Nice. Yeah, those guys are good. Gold Seal, oh. every, they're, that's not machines. Those are all handcrafted yeah, blunts. Yeah, no, they don't use Canagar blunts. You would never know. They don't no. use Canagar I thought they were until, well, I think it was you guys that mentioned yeah. it. I said that's why, I, for us, I don't designer dag ones we end up making with the Canagar molds because... Um, they, for the sake of the outside layer, if we're going to add key, if you're going to add, you know, oils and stuff, it's always best to have <coughs> something like that that's, you know, solid all the way through that the heat won't transfer through. But these guys literally, like, it's an art form. It's a complete art form how they roll those. I mean, to roll a fat-looking blunt like that every time. Is crazy. And they're good. They all burn. Like, well. I have friends of mine that have been rolling blunts for years. And they, some, they, like, one out of every fucking 50, they roll a blunt like that. Like, they roll amazing blunts all the time. But one out of every 50, the blunt's so nice that it looks like it's a Cuban cigar. They look like mini Cohibas. They do look like mini Cohibas, man. Every single one. Like, on <laughs> him and Torchy, and especially the guys that do the, uh, I think it is Torchy that does the glass tip. <sighs> My God. Like, that, that makes it, man. <laughs> well, whatever they're using, it can't be backwoods because backwoods usually, like uh, for me, they usually give me like a fucking like a certain head rush. Yeah, like eh? makes for me, it makes me nauseous. But like whatever they're using, huh. it's smoother. Like I don't. They feel use that blunt in my head. Is that what it is? Blunt woods, it's, yeah. It looks the same, but it tastes. I've got some. I, it shout out different. to Bluntwoods, really good clean product, man. Yeah, but I don't. Just I, I like rolling with their little. Uh, they got like these little ones. Yeah, they got and the the cool thing about bluntwoods is, man, when you open one up, you can technically roll two normal sized blunts with one bluntwood. That's why they get those fourteen grammers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> makes sense. I, was, I thought they were putting two together. Nah, but I, I seen it too because the first time I saw, it, I'm like, man, these guys are like wilding out, you know? Like how are they like they're doing a doo up on a up, box, old school oop, knocking two fillies together. That's what I thought it was. But um, 
No, nah, man, I, I opened up a pack once and they're folded over in that pack because the pack is huge. But even in that pack, buddy's got to fold them over. They're like a sense. sheet. And when you pull them out, it is like, <laughs> man, it's it's a nice, like, it's like a Lebanese lira. I don't know. <laughs> that was a bad description. I know. I, I, it's like a, Basically a sheet of paper. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a Mylar bag that fits an ounce of bud, <laughs> roughly, around that size. So, yeah, that's that's the best way I could describe it. But either way... So those are pretty much the events. Yeah, both Mikey is uh, heading up and excited about, and so is uh, me and Mayhem. Me and Mayhem are definitely going to be at a whole leap of those ones. I'd love uh, to go that going, night. We're all over the, the only place. one I'm really regretting not being able to go to is the Niagara one, but I got to be holding it down the city. Uh, every Thursday, too, it's Scarlet's. Every Thursday, it's Scarlet's. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, they have, um, I believe it's every Thursday from my understanding, but they have basically every evening, uh, I think it's another LP that comes in and has like a smoke and learn type type of process. Yeah, that's where we did the blunts and uh, blunts and breakfast yesterday with the loud Oh, plug. yeah, that's right. So tell us roughly, what, what area is that in? I know it's on Queen Street. Okay. I can't remember exactly what location, but it was out here. Okay. I'll send you, I'll send it to you for sure. Maybe we could put it and up I, in the- I will uh, put it in the product yeah, description. Yeah, guaranteed everything's like, okay. Uh, in the, uh, I haven't weed on the brain so much, I said product description. Jeez. Uh, in the podcast description, I will have all that information and everything else we shouted out and Mr. Mike shouted out uh, and everything else Mike thinks you should know, I am going to put in the, uh, in the podcast description as well for this, our 10th special super VIP podcast, because not only do we have Mike here, we have my homie Leah, from, uh, from uh, a sister from another mister. The West uh, Side. The, the West Side showed up. And she's, listen, she's gangster. She smokes weed. She been, yeah. well, I mean, she smokes with me, so you know she only smokes the best weed. You know, and uh, and now and now she smokes the best concentrates because she got to hang out here with us with uh, our special super VIP guest, uh, uh, Mr. Mike from uh, Garifax Goodies. So we're also going to put all his info up so you can follow his uh, Instagram and uh, anything else, uh, keep a, keep a, an eye on his ever-proceeding cannabis story. But what do you think, ma'am? Should we, on that cough uh, sequence, should we should we cut this one down or what? Is that it? <laughs> oh, Lord. Very strange there story, Diane. Coming up That's next. That's a strange story. We, we're cutting it. Study confirms that we're no, going to end it off. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for the ridiculous amount of listens we got last week. Thanks for having me. Uh, and, and number one, Mike. Yeah, once again, thank you for uh, introducing me to the the old uh, dab world. Yeah, thank you, Mike, for joining us for bringing his dab rig. Yeah, lots of flavors for bringing his. Uh, what are those? Uh, can, the candies you brought here, uh, Jubilees. Oh, the Jubilees. All the Jubilees. Yeah, these will be on the market soon too. Tell us about these Jubilees. Um, they're a health food. and wellness brand. These are going to be on at in, um, any of your OCS retailers. If not, go in and request them. Um, we got a cherry and cocoa one, and then the other one is apple and what is that? Let me see that. Um, apple and matcha. Yeah, Ooh. these are delicious. Like Let one of them, I have, like this. And I had cherry one and cocoa. Them. I destroyed one of these ones. I had it the cherry one. That was pretty good. Too. This one I'd have with like a smoothie for sure. This is like a protein shake. The other that one I delish. just munch as a snack all day. But they're gluten free, vegan, nut free, and uh, not, there's natural sugar in it. So and despite all that, that candy, I still liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Until they're really infused. And that, oh, yeah. These oh, ones yeah, aren't, yeah. they're not infused, but yeah, the infused but ones will give you a nice extra kick. Yeah. What, what are they going to be infused with? 20 milligrams. I, well, unfortunately, no. I think it's I think it's 10, uh, but it's uh, 10 CBD as well, I believe. That's 10 and 10? I think so. That's There's two pieces. There's you're two not pieces. trying to get high. So you're getting your 10 That's milligrams. Like a little pick me up. One way or another, but, and yeah, exactly. It's a nice little 
Keep yeah, a smile on my face for the day. Yeah. That makes sense. No one's good trying morning. to fucking get smashed fucking first Here we thing go. one of those things. It's like a really good, like, fresh fruit roll-up. But, That's um... <coughs> excuse me. That's what I do with my oil. I have like a nice 15, 20 milligrams in the morning, and that's it just to keep a smile on my face all day. And it's not going to get me too fucked up. Let me up, tell you I this. I'll tell you this. You must be going through a lot of oil because this motherfucker is smiling all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. Every time I see this guy, he's the most positive dude. He's the most informative dude. He's the most Always happy. Pre- yeah, always happy, always bigging up the industry, always spreading the vibe in the community. And he, he's everything. He's one of the guys that... That exactly what we're trying to build up and, and get these guys that actually give a fuck about cannabis and the cannabis community and can can relay how important it is to to use cannabis uh, as a medication as opposed to just a recreational. I'm excited you know, to see this guy in the future in the cannabis. Well, we're industry. definitely going to have him on sooner than I'm later. Gla- I'm glad that, he, uh, later, that he's but. part of the industry. He's you guys dead. are going to be there yeah. with me. Oh, 100%, bro. 100%. Top of the mountain shit. But uh, anyways. With that said. Mike. Uh, thank you again for coming. Uh, say goodbye to everybody. Take it easy, guys. I'm nice and stoned. I'm going to eat some more of these pothead picnic um, yes. once I get home. But yeah, it was definitely nice being here. I'll see you guys tomorrow, hopefully. Shout out to pothead picnic, 100%. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Mikey's going to be seeing him tomorrow. Um, Mayhem and myself. Uh, On behalf uh, of uh, Canisters Quadcast Podcast. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. This is Mayhem, and I'm saying... Thank you for listening. Good night, everybody.